This is a review of the Cardiac Arrhythmia Suppression Trial, CAST trial. This is mortality and morbidity in patients receiving enconide, flecainide, or placebo following myocardial infarction. It was published in New England Journal of Medicine, 1991. The author, Andrew Foy. This is John Mandrola. Background. A hallmark of post-MI care in the 1980s was the monitoring and suppression of premature ventricular contractions, PVCs, via use of antiarrhythmic drugs. The practice was based on pathophysiologic rationale that PVC burden is a strong risk factor for sudden and non-sudden cardiac death following MI, and thus suppression must reduce death. PVC reduction was a seductive surrogate endpoint that was easy to measure and declare victory on, but it had never been tested in a proper RCT. The Cardiac Arrhythmia Suppression Trial, CAS trial, was sponsored by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute and is sought to test a hypothesis that suppression of asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic PVCs with antiarrhythmic therapy with anconide, flecainide, or moritzacine after MI would reduce death due to arrhythmia. Patients. Patients were eligible for enrollment six days to two years after MI with an average of greater than six PVCs per hour on ambulatory monitoring of at least 18 hours duration and no runs of VT greater than 15 beats at a rate of greater than 120 beats per minute. An ejection fraction, EF, of less than 55% was required within 90 days of MI or less than 40% if recruited after 90 days. CAST had a run-in phase. Patients were only enrolled in the main trial if they had at least 80% suppression of PVCs and at least 90% suppression of runs of VT during an initial open-label titration period. Initial open-label drug assignment was based in part on the EF. Flecainide was not given to patients with an EF less than 30%. Maritzacine was only used as a second-line drug in patients with an EF greater than 30%. Baseline characteristics. Baseline characteristics of the patients enrolled in the trial are not provided in the main manuscript and cannot be inferred from the results, tables, or figures presented. Procedures. Patients in whom arrhythmias were suppressed were randomly assigned to receive either the effective drug or its matching placebo. A detailed description of study procedures is not presented in the main manuscript. Compliance with the study drug was assessed in follow-up visits and based on pill counts of tablets returned, but the schedule of these visits is not provided. Concomitant drug therapy was assessed at the time of the last visit, according to a standardized checklist. During the trial, patients could be instructed to discontinue the drug based on the occurrence of the following events. VT, a significant increase in arrhythmia burden, disqualifying ECG changes, such as significant QT prolongation of bradycardia, new or worsened congestive heart failure, the need for treatment which an antiarrhythmic agent outside the entry criteria for the study, or any number of other adverse medical events divided into cardiovascular or non-cardiovascular events. Endpoints. The primary endpoint of the CAS trial was death or cardiac arrest with resuscitation due to arrhythmia. The site PI, primary investigator, was responsible for classifying each death without knowledge of the patient's assigned treatment. Secondary endpoints included cardiovascular and non-cardiovascular causes of death, disqualifying ventricular tachycardia without arrest, syncope, pacemaker implantation, recurrent MI, congestive heart failure, angina, or coronary artery vascularization. 
Results. Observation began on the day of randomization to blinded therapy and was censored on April 18, 1989, the date when the use of enconide and fleconide was discontinued by the Data and Safety Monitoring Board because the data indicated it was unlikely that benefit could be demonstrated and it was likely that the drugs were harmful. The original cast trial manuscript reports data on patients assigned to the enconide and fleconide groups. Data on moritzacine use would be reported separately in the revised CAS-2 trial. 1,498 participants were randomized to either fleconide, enconide, or their matching placebo and followed for an average of 10 months. Compliance with the assigned treatments was estimated to be greater than 90%. In 70% of all patients, it was similar in the active drug or placebo groups. Antiarrhythmic therapy significantly increased the relative risk of the primary endpoint of death or cardiac arrest due to arrhythmia. The relative risk was increased by 2.64. The absolute values were 5.7 versus 2.2%. The p-value was 0.0004. And this was associated with a number needed to harm of approximately 29 patients. Drug therapy also increased the risk of all deaths and cardiac arrest, relative risk 2.38, absolute values 8.3 versus 3.5%, p-value 0.001, number needed to harm 20. Even those not associated with arrhythmia, 2.3% versus 0.7%, p-value 0.01. Conclusions. The CAS trial unexpectedly demonstrated that treatment of asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic PVCs in post-MI patients with enconide and fleconide increased death and cardiac arrest. From a chronological standpoint, CAST is the first major trial in cardiovascular medicine, perhaps all of medicine, that reversed a standard medical practice. In this case, one that was instituted and broadly adopted on the basis of pathophysiologic reasoning and one that targeted a surrogate endpoint, parentheses, PVCs. Thus, more than anything, CAST highlights the importance of treating interventions in properly conducted RCTs prior to adoption and basing the analysis on hard outcomes that are meaningful to patients and society. How many practices in modern medicine are supported by high-quality RCTs? It may be as low as 30 to 40%.